Hey girlfriend, I'm Samantha. If you're ready to beat burnout, find freedom, and explore what it looks like to live exponentially, you've come to the right place. I'm an Enneagram 2, a projector, and a get-it-done gal who decided that living life by the norm just wasn't working for me anymore. I started a membership back in 2018, and it grew a whole lot bigger and faster than I ever imagined. Then my students started asking me for help in building out their own memberships. By 2020, I became a membership mentor full-time, and soon after, I retired my husband from his career, and we hit the road to become digital nomads in our motorhome. Here, I'll share stories of my students, what it can look like to live exponentially, and how to make it happen. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Exponential Life Podcast. I've got Chaz here with me. Hi. (laughs) And we are giving you an update after our very first trip in the van. If you guys aren't aware, the van does have a name and I probably haven't talked about the name for a long time. So as you guys know, (laughs) our motorhome's name is Nona. She's named after my grandma who was an avid RVer. And when we got the van, it was kind of supposed to be an extension of our lifestyle, our mobile nomad lifestyle. And when we were signing the paperwork, the date that the van went into use, like active use with the dealership that it was working for, (laughs) was the same day as lockdown in 2020. So I said to Chaz, what if we named the van Rona and we had Nona and Rona and Rona was Nona's little sister And he, like, chuckled and, you know, he always, like, thinks I'm so stupid with my silly little jokes. But I thought it was hilarious and it stuck. So the van is Rona, (laughs) known as Little Sister. Chaz is still laughing at me about it. But um, that's just kind of, like, what my humor is. So if you know, you know. If you don't, sorry about you, I guess. Um, But we went on our, what Chaz has been calling a shakedown run. Is this van life speak or? Uh, I don't think so. It's just like general <clears throat> RV, boat. Oh, any, anything. Any, anything. I guess any adventure Project, vehicle. Project car. I don't know. Anything. So the shakedown run is the first like trial run. And so um, Chaz only wanted to go for a week. I wanted to go for like three weeks. We kind of met in the middle and we went for 10 days. We actually would have stayed longer. Uh-huh. How long do you think we could have gone? I think we could have at least done two weeks. Two weeks? I was getting pretty, um, like, sick of... Not sick of it. I was pretty frustrated yesterday. I think I was just really tired. Yeah. We've been waking up... You get like that. <laughs> Me? <laughs> if you guys know Chaz, you know why that's funny. <laughs> Chaz's natural wake-up time is 9.30 in the morning. My natural wake-up time is 6.30. But we've not been... Not on this trip, though. We've been waking up at 4.30 every day and going to bed by, like, 8.30, 9. Probably, something like that. Yeah, it's been weird because our, our like, re- well, my regular schedule has always been 6.30 to 10. Um, like, in bed by 10, in sl- asleep by, like, 10.30, 11. But this winter, it got weird. Like, we've been staying up until, like, 1 in the morning. Like, we go to bed at 10, but we're, like, it's in bed. It's because you bought these blackout curtains. <laughs> change anything with when we fall asleep i guess it's when you wake up well not me because i still have to wake up at a normal time maybe but for me (laughs) 
We've got these blackout curtains. It's like 8 a.m. and it feels like it's like 3 a.m. But let's be real. The sun isn't, never comes out. True. And it doesn't rise until 8 a.m. here. It's slightly worse, but like today was a sunny day. I look outside at 8 a.m. It's still dark outside. Like I'm so done with this. I can't. Like I need the sun to rise at 5 a.m. before me so that when I wake up, it's like, you know, like when Cinderella wakes up and it's like all the birds are chirping and the sun is out and like life is happening. I need that to be the thing because like I just can't wake up and then also live in total darkness, which is why we went to San Diego and it was glorious. Um, We had all our favorite food. We went to all our favorite places. Not quite. We didn't have quite enough time to have all of our favorite food, but we hit up a couple favorites and it was really nice. So we're going to start from the very beginning. We left immediately after I had a kickoff call with one of my clients. Um, I went and got a haircut. We stopped at Love's, which is a truck stop, if you guys know. Um, and then we hit the road and we drove the first night all the way to, well, not Cottage Grove, Saginaw. Saginaw. <laughs> um, Saginaw, Oregon, which is just past Eugene. Um, we have a friend and client in Eugene, Jackie of Mother Scope, if you guys know her. And um, I've been meaning to see her every time we go through Eugene, which has kind of been a couple times now. Um, but it has never worked out. And this time, it did work out. And we checked in at our Harvest Host. And if you guys aren't familiar with Harvest Host, that is a membership platform that RVers and adventurers use. It's only like 100 bucks a year, maybe 150 and you get access to all these like farms and wineries and golf courses and is there anything else? Like museums, museums, even churches. Churches, churches just these there. um different people who are like golf courses. It's kind of like a co- not a co-op but like a collaborative of sorts where these people sign up to be a host and to host you on their property. And the idea is that you patron the business. So you for for us we went in and we bought a bottle of wine and some um pepperoni sticks <laughs> from this uh winery the lady was so nice we talked to her um for like probably 30 minutes yeah, she was <laughs> she was so confused she didn't want to like be offensive but she was like do you guys work because <laughs> like why are you here at four o'clock on a tuesday afternoon like this is kind of weird why are you traveling right now in in the middle of winter. And I was like, oh, well, we have an online business. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's the dream. And so I told her all about the podcasts and, uh, you know, the cohorts and the membership and everything. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. But her and her husband bought the winery, I think in like 2020. And it's so cute. Um, just, it's right off the freeway, which is one of the reasons we chose it. So many goats. So, well, sheep is what you have a picture of. True. Sheep, goats, little cows, um, cutest little place. And in the summer, well, every Friday and Saturday they do live music, but in the summer they do it like outside and they have like wine slushies and they have pizzas and I don't know. It's just like bonfires. bonfires. It's so cute. So we'll definitely be back. We, we really, really liked that stay nice and quiet, even though it was right off the freeway. Um, private. It was great. Um, that night we did have to use the toilet for the first time. Well, I did. Yeah. I don't think you ever used it. Well, I use it, but... Chaz has yet to go number two in the toilet in the van. <laughs> it's out of respect. <laughs> respect. I guess I'm disrespectful. Then. I will hold it. 
Well, he's got a routine. He's got a routine, and that toilet does not fit into his routine. So, if you guys remember, this toilet is very small, like the circumference. Is that the right word? Well, the like even just like yeah, but like even like the just the seat. The seat itself. It's only like eight inches across. It's like the same size as like a toddler's potty training toilet. Yeah. Not the height, but the like the seat width (laughs) maybe the height too and Chaz was like pretty concerned about it um it's really only an inch smaller than our current toilet in our rv oh is it i don't know right you measure yeah you did measure it yeah um i think either an inch or only a half inch but um we thought the same thing about our rv toilet but we got used to it it's not a problem at all um but yeah we it's a great toilet (laughs) We didn't, we weren't sure about it. And if you listen to our last podcast, we were pretty, like, what was the word? Well, I think we were worried that it was going to, like, smell. Yeah, we were worried it was going to smell. Like, we were just not sure we were going to like it. Um, But we tried it the first time that night. We used liquid, um, what's it called? Uh, Just treatment. Like, like toilet treatment that you use for RVs. Instead of the powder, which was a great move. um, Because the powder, like... Gets, in, gets into your lungs like if it were like a liquid it's IV. It's very powdery. It's, yeah. It smells horrible. Uh, like fake chemicals. And um, we used it. Didn't smell at all. It flushes like a like a toilet would. And it's great. I loved it. Um, well, I loved it for the situation. I wouldn't choose it in an everyday, like, over a regular toilet. But... <laughs> It was great for the situation. I will say that's one thing that's unfinished right now is the toilet cabinet is unfinished. So it's not on its like little slider yet. And once that happens, it will be a lot easier. But for now, we were having to pick it up and it's full of water because it flushes. Um, pick it up and take it out and then put it back in the cabinet so it doesn't like roll roll around, you know. Um, so that kind of sucked. But once it's finished... That is going to be great. Chaz is, like, trying to decide what to do first. And I was like, can you just do that first? Because, like, if we use the van again before we go back to California, I think that's, like, my first priority. Um, Even before a sink. (laughs) We don't have a sink. As you guys, if you listened to the last podcast, you know that Chaz built a temporary kitchen counter and a temporary bench. Uh, They were both to, obviously, to use. Because if we wouldn't have had that counter... We, would have, we wouldn't have been able to, like, cook or anything. We wouldn't have even been able to live because, like, we were using it to... Everything. As, like, a bathroom counter, too. Yeah. Like, to get ready and all of that. Um. So, even, like, to eat, we, we stood there and ate. We watched Forrest Gump on that counter. We did have the iPad set up to watch Forrest Gump. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, we really are glad that we decided to include that because we used the underneath part for a lot of storage. Um, but it doesn't have a sink... Or running water just yet. So that will probably be like second priority after the toilet. Um, but we were trying to like figure out if it was the right size. And would you say? I think it's the right size, yeah. Yeah, it's like the perfect size. Um, and then the bench we, we, we decided. storage and stuff that would be better. Yeah. Like drawers and cabinets. And we stuff. just really, it was kind of interesting. I'm, I'm not sure how it'll go as we grow with the van. But like as of right now, we feel like we have really ample storage. Mm-hmm. Like, even without all the cabinets yet. Like, we literally have no cabinets yet. And, yeah, it seems like really ample storage. So, I'm excited to see what how things, like, expand when we 
do build in all the drawers, all the overhead cabinets, um, and then the under the bench cabinets. So for now, we kept all of our clothes under the bench, which half of that will be clothing storage, but then we'll also have more clothing storage uh, overhead. Um, and then same with food storage and then under the kitchen cabinets. For now, under the kitchen cabinets, we kept like kitchen type storage, utility type storage. And then we also kept a five gallon jug that we put a pump on top of. And that was our water source. And that worked out great. Yeah, that worked pretty good. Um, we... It didn't even die. We just like charged it once and it lasted the whole trip. Yeah, we were kind of not sure whether we wanted a hand pump, like a manual pump or an electronic one and we just we picked that one up from amazon i think it was cheaper somehow it was yeah. yeah i don't know it was great though um and then we had a bucket as our sink receptacle um so we brushed our teeth that way it's really all we used it for yeah the bucket <laughs> uh it'll be nice though when we have running water to brush our teeth in the van um and then we did decide that the bench is a little too high up yeah. I definitely can't touch can't touch the floor. Um so it's probably like two inches too high. And then how how did everything else work out? The fridge was great. Fridge is good. The power was good. Oh power was great. I think the lowest we got to was like eighty nine percent. Eighty eight. But on that the last was, day. But that was also we didn't drive it all that day. Oh yeah, that was more than twenty four hours. Yeah, we didn't drive it all, so we were only using solar. Mm-hmm. And we had, it was kind of warm that day, so the fan was on high. Yeah, it was like so over was 70 like, degrees. Yeah, like the solar was enough to power everything, but not really enough to like top everything off. Like I think we gained like, I don't know, 3 or 4%. Yeah, so let's talk about the electric. Like, I think it's just wild. I knew that the, the electricity part, which we've talked about this before, was going to be the biggest undertaking, both like... The most intimidating thing, also the most expensive thing, and the most, like, important to get right, I guess. Yeah, and, like, everything, like, had to, like, lead up to that. That was, like, the biggest project. Everything yeah. goes around that project. So, like, it was, like, a ton of small projects just to even get to the point where we could install it. Yeah. Like, you had to build the bed platform first because it goes under the bed. Like, it's just all, it was, like, all these things. And I had to put all the wires in the walls before I could put the walls up. Yep. Behind the walls. You put the wires behind yeah, the walls. behind the walls. Um, so, yeah. It was so cool to have a functioning electricity system that literally powers itself. Like, we have not had to plug it in. Um, and my cousin, we stayed at our aunt's, my aunt's house. And he was like, uh, oh, yeah, the, the outlet is right there. So, if you need to plug in, you can plug right in. And I was like, oh, actually, I don't think we'll need to. Because we're totally on solar and... What's the other one? Uh, char no, it charges off the alternator. So it charges off the alternator. So, like, while we're driving, it builds up power. Um, It was just so cool. Because, like, our RV is old, as you know. The motorhome, Nona. It does the same thing, minus the solar. But it's just old and inefficient. And we have these really old batteries. And batteries we've, suck. We've never gotten more than, like, an hour or two out of them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because we need to replace them. They're old. Yeah. So it was just interesting to like. But we're also never like not plugged in. Yeah. We have to be plugged in to use this RV. We've used it on a generator a couple times. Mm -hmm. But still it's like it's not the same. The generator doesn't have the 50 amps. What is the generator? 
No, I think it does. It's just different. Well, it does empower both like air easier. conditioners. Yeah, it's like... E- no, it does. It does both the air conditioners, but it's easier to overload. It just kind of sucks. So, it's not really great, like, off-grid at all, where the van is, like, it thrives. It's loud. Thrives off-grid. The RV is loud. The generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the van is not loud at all. Mm-hmm. No, there's really no so- sound. Mm-mm. The only thing I can hear is that little fan. Yeah. And that's, like, barely anything. Um, so, it's just so cool. We almost think, like... We got too much battery, <laughs> but it's better to yeah, have so more. Far. I mean, we were driving around a lot, so we were always charging. If we were somewhere for like a week straight, not moving, which I don't know that we would. I really don't think I could. I am a person who has to leave every day. Like, I have to go and do things. I'm not someone who can just sit still. Yeah, but if we were in like a national park or something, there's a lot of stuff to do. If you're someone who likes to hike... Who who in this in this room is someone who likes to hike? I like to hike. I like to think I like to hike. <laughs> he likes to think he likes to hike. What happens when you hike? You get hurt. I fell down. <laughs> you get hurt. Especially when he goes by himself. One time I had to come and pick him up after he hurt himself hiking up Cow's Mountain. Yeah. You had my car and oh. Hannah had to take me to go get you and drive. Oh. Yeah. I was at an event. And he tore, like, his MCL or something. Yeah, it still hurts. Did you have Bo with you? He did. Yeah, he took Bo with him. I don't know if Bo likes to hike. He likes to hike. He Okay, Chaz says he does. We'll he see. He walks all the time. He loves it. So two out of three people in this family enjoy hiking. Um, I just want to make a disclaimer. You don't have to like hiking or be, quote-unquote, outdoorsy in a traditional way to do van life stuff. You see all these things and these people on the internet, on TikTok, on Instagram, and, you know, they're so outdoorsy and they don't mind, like, showering in the open, in the woods. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> you can still go on adventures and have fun and go to national parks and do all these things without, like, identifying as someone who likes to hike because your girl does not. I never have. I can't breathe going uphill. It's just, it's kind of traumatic for me. Like, I went to camp every year when I was a kid, and we had to literally hike uphill through the woods. I got a horrific spider bite doing this, but we had to do this every day to get to the pool on, like, in the camp. And it was awful, and I freaking hated it. And, like, I tried to, like, pretend I was sick one day so I didn't have to do it. It didn't work. (laughs) I just, I hate hiking, and I really think it's the spider bite. And, like, the the not being able to breathe thing for me. But maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll get there. I climbed up halfway up up Cal's Mountain once. That's probably about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you don't have to be, like, Mrs. Outdoorsy to do this. You can just be someone who likes to go on adventures and likes to go and be free. <laughs> without having to get all sweaty and not be able to breathe. So... Um, let's talk about how, how you don't have to do traditional van life because I think traditional van life is like, you kind of think of like a beach bum. Yeah. You kind of think of like a guy who has a piss jug, (laughs) um, a single guy lives at the beach or lives in the desert or he's a wook in Colorado in the mountains. You kind of think of those guys, um, or the girls who, you know, they like to run or they like to hike or whatever. 
Um, and there's a lot of, like, single people who do van life. And Chaz and I don't fit the stereotype at all. Like, first of all, I've never seen anyone do van life that is, like, plus-sized. Ever. Have you? I don't know. Yeah. I kind of thought, it like, we could make it a thing. Like, talk about being fat. (laughs) Being fat people who van life. Um, Because you always see these people who van life and they're, like, very fit. Well, they're all vegans. They're all vegans. Yep. They're all vegans. They're fit. They don't shower much at all. We we showered a, a good amount. Not our regular amount, but enough. Um, we definitely cleaned up twice a day. Um, and I'll talk about, like, our... We bought this little kettle that I actually did see from a van lifer on TikTok. And it's a silicone expandable kettle. So it breaks down flat or it expands. And it boils water in 30 seconds. And it is so cool. Like a whole thing of water. A like whole. seconds. What is if it? We, like how we were doing it. We were just putting a little in. It was like literally five seconds. It's probably like five cups of water at least. I'm not sure. Like maybe it's, two quarts. It's quite a good size. Like maybe it's like 16 ounces or so. It's like a normal kettle size. Maybe a little smaller. Maybe a little smaller. Maybe just a little smaller than a normal tea kettle. And um, it's. We didn't ever even fill it up. It, we just put um, a little bit of water in it because. I use. I filled it up once for cup of noodle. Oh, I use um oil cleanser for my face because I'm crunchy, and I, you know, what's the word? Not dilute it, but I I wash it off. You have to use a hot towel, so it's kind of like a little spa experience, and that's what I do in the morning and in the nighttime. Um, but the kettle was great for that, so uh, we used it for that. Chaz had a cup of noodle. It was. It was great. I washed my face also. He also washed up with the hot water from the kettle. And we don't just, like, pour it over ourselves. <laughs> we do, like, a hot towel thing. So, it's really nice. Um, this is something I already do at home. But I just do it with, like, hot water from the sink. So, um, what else? Oh, the way that you don't have to just, like, live at the beach and be a beach bum if you do van life. So, our number one thing that we really love... And I would absolutely recommend if you're going to be a traveler is Harvest House. So like I said, it's a membership platform. Um, they do expect you to spend at least $20 with the hosts, which is nothing. Um, and we used it. Well, you can be smart with it. Like, like four a lot times. of places have like a restaurant or some kind of food that you would need anyways. Well, that's what we do because I don't drink wine. So we try to find places that are going to have like dinner, um, there's also like a lot of golf courses and they have like really nice flat surfaces to park on. Um, and a lot of times they have restaurants at golf yeah, courses. Yeah, they a restaurant or like a little store. Yeah. Um, because you would, you're buying things that you would buy anyway while you're traveling, right? Um, also golf courses could have like bathrooms and stuff. You do have to be self-contained with like running water and a self-contained toilet and everything in order to use Harvest Host. But, um... Sometimes they have bathrooms and stuff you can use during the day. Not showers, though. Definitely not showers. Um, So we did stay at the Saginaw Winery. And then the second night, we stayed at a place we've stayed at before. So we stayed at the Rolling Hills Casino near Redding in California. And that's like our halfway mark. Um, But it's really nice. So we stayed at the RV park there before. The RV park is actually really nice. 
It is really nice. It and was, it's like pretty spacious. It's really cheap too if you're looking yeah. for an RV park like as a halfway point between all, Seattle and they're LA. They're all pull-throughs too, so it's like easy to park and just pull through in the morning. If you have a big rig too. Yeah. So I think it's only like 45. I think it might have been less than that. I think it was like it was around 45 yeah. for um when we stayed in the summer, which was peak season obviously. Um they have a ton of restaurants inside. It is a smoking casino, so I will say that's the only like downfall for me. Yeah, Chaz it's has bothering me. Chaz has another downfall. Well, we're both like really reactive and allergic to fragrance in general, but smoke. I think we've said before like we were ler- worried about laundromats and stuff because of fragrance, but also we're both really reactive to smoke. So um, that sucked. But one of the restaurants inside is completely like blocked off from the smoke. I think a couple of them are. <clears throat> Most of them are not. Most of them are open yeah. to the casino. Well, there's like a fat burger in there and stuff that's just like open. Yeah, it's just like a walk-up counter. Yeah. But um, the steakhouse we went to was really nice. They had booths, which I always love a booth in a steakhouse. It's like if I could have a vibe for a restaurant, it's booth in a steakhouse where I can sit crisscross applesauce. Right? Probably. <laughs> That's me. That's my vibe. Um, really, like, any sit-down restaurant that has good quality food with a booth, like, I'm all about it. But um, this last time, so we stayed there on our way down. We stayed there on our way back up, too. And they do have a clubhouse where you can uh, use the bathrooms and purchase showers and laundry. Yeah, I think it's for the truckers. It's mostly for the truckers, but it's it's for every everybody yeah. that's staying there. Yeah. It was nice, though. We didn't clean. We didn't use the showers there because we didn't need to, but... Um, they were, like, $15. Yeah, like $15. And I don't know if we could share. That's what my mom and dad do. Yeah. <laughs> they share a shower. I don't know if people get weird about that, but I, um, I well, yeah, because, like, why would you pay double? I don't know. That's gross to think about. <laughs> well, why would you think about it like that? <laughs> I wouldn't think about, you know, I hope nobody is getting nasty in the shower. That's gross. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> My parents are not truckers. No, the casino shower is over at the truck section. Oh, okay. Yes. They have like a truck, trucker, a truck like a stop, stop area. Yeah, and they have really cheap gas at the casinos. So they have good food. Yeah, it was food. like the cheapest the entire trip. Yeah, they have good food that's really inexpensive. So we went to the steakhouse the last leg of our trip. And um, we were not expecting much. No, I mean, you have to keep your standards pretty low for casino food, but it was good. Honestly, it was so inexpensive and really good. It was probably good. one of the best casinos we've eaten at. I feel like most the food, casinos well, the food we've was been actually at, really good. Yeah, I feel good. like most casinos we've been to are actually really good. Yeah. They're just cheap. Like, no, I don't know why that, it's so cheap. that one casino. Which one? Um, well, the other one we went to last. Seven Feathers? Seven oh, yeah. Feathers. So, Seven Feathers... Their food wasn't very good. Their RV park is so nice, though. Yeah, it was really Like, nice. very upscale RV park, but that one was more expensive. It was, like, somewhere between, like, 85 and 120 I can't remember exactly how much we paid. I know it was more than double of Rolling Hills, but um, we went to their steakhouse, and it was, like, very mediocre, kind of more, like, cafeteria food. Yeah, definitely. It was gross. It was giving, like, retirement home vibes. Yes. For sure. Like, there was a lot of people in there with walkers and wheelchairs. They had, like, little carts. And they had these little carts. And I used to work in a cafeteria in a retirement home. And that's what we used to deliver the food. Because there was, like, 10 to 20 plates at once. And it was just, like, giving retirement home cafeteria. So, 
didn't love that place. It was it was still edible though, yeah, and it was I mean, cheap. It yeah, if it was expensive, I would have been pissed. But they didn't have booths, so that is a point off. Well, because it was just an open room. Yeah. With tables. <laughs> Chats has this thing about restaurants that are just open rooms with tables because, like, that's literally all they have here where we live, and it like bothers him so well, badly. It's like one restaurant will close and another one will come in and open, and it's the exact same in the inside. Yeah, and they, they like they anything. turn it over in five days. No, it still takes them two years. <laughs> right now, we're waiting for this new uh, steakhouse to we'll come see. in. Um, the place used to be called Kit Carson, and it was a dump. No, it wasn't. Oh my it gosh, was, are you joking? No, it was cool. Okay, he has nostalgia. It was like a little greasy spoon. He it has, has like nostalgia. A little, shop, little gift shop in the front. This is his his family likes this place, and there are some dumpy ass places that your family likes, and he has nostalgia about it, so he thinks they're better in his head than they were. This place was literally falling apart. How dare you? <laughs> it was literally falling apart. So gross. The last time we went, it was disgusting. Well, we only went that one time. I always enjoy it. I don't know what she's talking about. It doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, it it's like gone. flooded all the time. It closed in COVID. So this I don't think it had it. this restaurant is gonna be the first steakhouse in the county. No. Yeah. Well, not no. I guess the ribeye is a steakhouse. Yeah. Can you think of another steakhouse? Ribeye. Besides ribeye. No, but I'm sure there's one. I don't think so. Anyway, it took over at Kit Carson's and. They painted the outside. Like, it looks like it's going to be nice. Um, but they said they were going to open before Halloween. Kind of like our van build. <laughs> they're still not open yet. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, they're never going to open. The poor people, like, they can't get employees to save their life. And they're paying good money. So, I don't know. People don't want to work around here. I don't know what it is. So, because, like, you would think you'd want to be a server at a steakhouse. Like, they'd make good tips, right? You think? Maybe not in this county. But the opportunity for tips would be, I feel like, a plus. But anyway, they still haven't opened yet, and it's end of January. They were supposed to open in October. Then they were said before Christmas, just like the van build. <laughs> yeah, but the van, is, it looks good. The van does look good. I think Ocean Prime Steakhouse and looks... Ocean Prime Steakhouse probably won't be good. Yeah, we don't have, like, the highest expectations for it. We were really hoping because the guy said he was a chef at ruth's chris and those are the standards that he's putting forth and then we saw the food like they did a well and he's not the he's not the owner or he's, he's not the, the chef. owner yeah that's the owner i think he's still gonna be the head chef no it said that the chef was like i don't even know he is the head chef. it's like he got his like food handlers card or something I don't know. No, you're thinking of the manager, and the manager was, like, a McDonald's manager or something. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, so I'm Chaz... Not, I'm not looking forward to Chaz it. Chaz does not have high hopes. I'm, like, medium hopes, just because, like, I can't get a filet in this town, and it kills me. I bet they won't even have filet. I can get a frozen, nasty freaking ribeye in this town, never, ever cooked correctly, and the fat is hard as a rock. That's what I can get in this town. In this county. And for two counties on both sides, actually. Yeah. So, I've got to go to Tacoma to get any kind of meat that, like, is real. So, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, all that being said, casinos are actually one of our biggest hacks, I think, for travel in general. But especially for van life. Um, Yeah, it's really convenient. The Rolling Hills Casino is actually a harvest host. So, we didn't pay to stay there at all. 
And we were going to patron that business anyway because we were going to buy gas there. So we buy gas there. We bought dinner there. Um, Chaz got free Mountain Dew. <laughs> and gross coffee. And really free, real, free and really gross Mountain coffee. Dew. I just saw they had it. He saw they had it and he made it like a joke. Like, oh, I'm going to get some free Mountain Dew. Because um, they have those like free soda machines and stuff. But as van lifers who are not the typical van lifer, uh, we highly recommend Harvest Host, but specifically casinos because it's like a well they just, have like they have bathrooms they yeah. have food they have they usually have like a coffee shop even though that coffee shop is open till 9 a.m like kind of weird what the but hell okay is that? yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was really really cool they have cheap gas snacks mm-hmm. makes it really easy mm-hmm. so we didn't do a whole lot of cooking on the trip uh we knew this trip especially we really didn't want to cook but plus, we don't really have our kitchen set up yet. Um, we have the counter. We have the space to cook. And we did cook. Um, but we were mostly on a foodcation. So um, the only we, thing... Yeah, we made a few breakfasts. Yeah, the only thing we made was breakfast. And we had our standard breakfast, which is Jones Natural Sausage and yogurt and fruit. Yeah. And we brought all those things with us. Our fridge accommodated us very well. Um, even with leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Reheating you, stuff. You can fit a standard uh, leftover styrofoam thing in there mm-hmm. as long as you shove it in and it rips the top off. Yeah, that did happen. Um, but you still ate the food inside. What was that? Pastrami sandwich. <laughs> you know why I think that happened? Did it have a... I don't know. It was just... It, I just made it fit. Oh, I think maybe, I should have just put it in a Ziploc. Maybe it had a toothpick in there. I did tell him to put it in a Ziploc and he wouldn't. So that's what happens. Yeah. Um, so we did cook in the van. He made sausage a couple days. Um, we did it with the door closed, which is not what people usually do. Yeah, we had the door closed, but I had the the window that's right there open. And the fan. And the fan on, so it didn't really do yeah, anything. Yeah, didn't stink the place up, so that was nice. Um, yeah, I think overall it was great. The After we stopped at Rolling Hills on night two, then... We stopped at my aunt's house. Um, she let us park in her driveway, which was really nice. Uh, we backed right in. It was like the perfect amount of space. We got to shower in her shower, and oh. she had the best water pressure we've had in in months. It's like massaging. Living in an RV. Living in an RV, we don't have great water pressure. We have a normal shower, actually a pretty big shower. Yeah, no, our shower is huge. Um, in our RV, we have a, a really big and shower. I think our water pressure would be fine if I didn't have like the regulator at the on the hose, and then also the water filter that has a regulator in it. Yeah. So we're only getting like I don't know. But 30, I don't think your grandma's water pressure PSI. is any better. Honestly. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Um, but my aunt's water pressure was fantabulous like you didn't even have to like run your fingers through your hair to wash like the soap out it was so much pressure so i mean i did but it It was like you really didn't have to so um yeah we just felt like incredibly clean afterwards and uh that was really nice got to use the running water she made us tacos um yeah that was great and then the next morning we stopped at farmer boys which is our favorite place to get breakfast burritos in california they also have great salads they farmer boys is great if you guys haven't been to farmer boys and burgers it's awesome (laughs) we love farmer boys like i would say fast food the only fast food we really eat at it's like a burger stand like a it's like like a california burger stand burger stand that has like burgers and mexican food but it's a chain yeah but it's like a chain so it's like a little bit more commercialized and probably better quality maybe 
I don't know. I don't know about quality, but at least it's like, like local. Yeah, it's good. Um, but they have great breakfast burritos. Really, the only breakfast burritos we've liked and have like co-signed are Farmer Boys and then the Cotijas at Point Loma. Yeah, Point Loma. Point Loma Cotijas. Uh, Voltaire. On Voltaire. Yeah. So if you're in San Diego and you need a good breakfast burrito, either one of those works. Um, well, not Farmer Boys. It's not Farmer Boys is not in San Diego, actually. It's like in Orange County, Riverside, There's San one in Bernardino. Um, there is one in Escondido, but that's technically like Riverside. No, San Diego. <laughs> Barely. I don't know if San Diegans consider Escondido to be San Diego. San Diego County. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> you can consider whatever you want. Um, so we stopped at Aunt Liz's and then we went on to San Diego and that first night we stayed at a Harvest Host, um, which is the only one (laughs) near the city at all. Um, And it is a golf course in Chula Vista, which is actually really nice. It was right across the street from Vaughn's, right across from one of our favorite taco shops. uh, Really central, actually, for us. Yeah. And um, nice flat parking lot. Very spacious. It felt pretty, like safe too yeah Even i would say it was like right on the road like i don't know benita, benita just feels like a safe town we like benita yeah. like our friends who live in benita where we stayed in our rv um feels really safe there so yeah we really enjoy benita at least like that part that area of benita right there um so we stayed there the first night uh we tried taco machine for the first time really good really good actually better than what our favorite benita taco shop is in my opinion, it's probably my new favorite taco shop. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and this is like TJ style taco shop um, with the trompo and everything. It's not like SoCal taco shop. Yeah. And there's a difference. Like Lolita's would be like a SoCal carne asada fries taco shop. Yeah, like they only have like tacos and molitos and stuff like that. Yeah. And they don't have like rolled tacos and burritos. They don't have rolled tacos. They don't have burritos. I don't even think that taco machine they had carne asada fries no, they have carne true. asada chips um but in general i prefer like the street food street tacos yeah like they cut it right off and like, yeah goes right into your taco that's my jam um so taco machine is a brand new place really nice and clean um very cute down in bonita next to holy paleta right like, so. right next door to Holy Paleta. So, if you've ever been there, it's, like, right by the McDonald's and the Vons. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Great salsas. Everything was good. It was good. Um, and it's even, like, a place that you could sit and eat inside. I think they had booths in there. Which, again, you guys know how I feel about booths. I don't think they had booths. They do. Do they? Yeah, I saw a picture today. Booths. Well, we didn't Maybe eat inside. The um, and then... So, Chaz used the bathroom at the Vons. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of yeah. in the car. And um we woke up. Where'd we go from there? Um, I had an appointment somewhere. Did we go to Kyle's? Oh yeah, we woke up we woke up and went to my brother's house. Yeah. Cause I had some appointments. So we went there and showered and we did laundry. Um my brother and I went to my appointment. I bought him coffee. Then we went out with Courtney. We went to Wood Ranch. One of our favorite spots in San Diego. Went to Wood Ranch, got our favorite salad and our favorite spinach dip and salsa. And then we had dinner with Kyle and Bella. Well, we took a nap in the parking lot first. Which, oh, at Wood Ranch. That was a nice nap. Yeah. It was nice to actually be able to fit in that parking lot, too, because we thought maybe we wouldn't. 
Um, they have overhead, nine foot overhead. What do you call those? Stoppers. Know, like, yeah, so you don't drive. <laughs> so you don't drive through because they have a um, underground area that you can park Which in. Which is weird because you could drive all the way to the underground area. <sighs> yeah. Without those. It's weird. I think it was more so like people aren't on top of the garage, like with like big heavy like trucks and semis. Probably both. Yeah. But um, anyway, we hung out there. And then we went to Blanco, which is one of my favorite restaurants in San Diego, with my brother and his girlfriend. Um, saw some of our favorite Blanco employees. Shout out to Tanya. She gave us free queso, free dessert, and she didn't charge us for drinks. So, that was awesome. She's <laughs> the best. Um, and then, what did we do on the second day? I think part of that was the second day. No, that was a oh the next day was courtney's baby shower oh so that was fun um wait we, where did we stay that night i don't remember did we go back we see we can't remember everywhere That's we stayed oh yeah so we were trying to sleep at the walmart it was kind of hard to find places to stay because yeah like harvest host like when you look on the map there was like a lot of places around but they were all wineries, and I didn't realize that they were closed for the season. And they're way out in Ramona. Yeah, they were way out. They were like, an, like a 45-minute drive. Yeah, 45 minutes to an hour out of the city, and we had all these things to do in the city. Yeah. So, <laughs> on Saturday night, we stayed at... We, so, we went out to Lakeside thinking that that Walmart out there would be okay to stay at because, A, it's outside of the city of San Diego. Well, and also, we had been out there... Kind of recently. We'd seen people when. staying out there And there before. was like 10 vans and like trucks and all that. Like, campers. Yeah, campers out We'd there. Seen campers out there. And it didn't seem like it was a problem, so it seemed like a safe place to go. So went out there thinking that it was, and then we get there and it's like a bunch of signs. You can't, go, can't stay there. There's security. There's like security monitoring. guard just driving around the parking lot. Way before even bedtime. It was like 7.30 or 8. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, okay, can't stay here. And then across in the, like, in the next little shopping mall over, Mm -hmm. different parking lot. I think it may have been a different owner. um, There's an Anytime Fitness, and it's the only thing that's open. So it must have been by that time, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I think so. So Anytime Fitness is open, and there's probably, like, four or five people in there. Yeah. At 9 o'clock. And there's about three vans in the parking lot. So, Anytime Fitness and Planet Fitness are the two, like, popular options for van lifers, which is definitely why there was vans in the parking lot. Um, they use them as I don't know. Some of those vans showers. look like those people didn't shower. Maybe they shower, like, once a month, once a week. Maybe. <laughs> so, um, we just stayed in Anytime Fitness parking lot, and nobody knocked on our window. And we are like, okay, but we didn't sleep well. So, on the nights where we were at places that we weren't really supposed to be, we didn't really sleep super well. And the rule of thumb for van life is arrive late, leave early. So, you arrive after dark, after things are closed, like 9 o'clock, and then you leave before they open kind of idea. But anytime fitness is open 24 hours, so if anyone knocked, we could have just been like, oh, yeah, we're just cooling off after our workout or, oh, we're getting ready to go in before our workout. Um, so we could have played it off pretty well, but nobody knocked. So Mm -hmm. we were good. We also encountered a crackhead in the parking lot. (laughs) Your new friend. (laughs) This guy 
He was, like, laying up under his RV. It was, like, around the corner, like, off the street in, like, a dirt patch. And it was, like, private property. Yeah. So it, was it wasn't not part of the parking lot. It wasn't lot. the street, and it wasn't the parking lot. So I think, like, nobody, like... Patrolled it. Yeah, told him he needs to so leave. So he, like, staked out this spot. It's his spot, basically. I think and he's there been was, there a while. Yeah, there was room around him, but, like, we were for sure not going to park behind him. <laughs> so we pull up next to him before we decided to sleep there. We pull up next to him, and he's out there. He looks friendly enough. He was, like, replacing a battery? He was, yeah, it was, like, up under his RV. And he, he like, rolls out from under. And I was like, oh, hey, can I ask you a question? He comes out, he has no teeth. And he's a super nice guy, but he was definitely high off his ass. And he's, like, I'm, like, asking him, like, oh, hey, do you stay here often? Like, do you know if this is a good place to stay? And he's like, oh, yeah, this dirt patch, this is great. Um, nobody ever bothers me here, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, there's a Starbucks right there. I don't know if he was saying that as, like, a perk of the area or, like, if we should park there. But he, at one point, he came close to me. And I, like, rolled up the window a little bit, like, mm-mm. <laughs> Step back, bro. <laughs> but it was really funny. Overall, he was nice. And, obviously, he never bothered us. But, um, and he was pretty far away from us, from where we parked. But I was like, yeah, we're not going to park there. Um, so... We stayed there that night. The next night, where did we go the next night? We went back to the golf course. Oh, yeah. We went back to the golf course because we felt safe there. We weren't technically supposed to be there. Well, we put in a request. And we put in a request, but it, they are notorious for not answering yeah, the request. Yeah, that's what like, all the reviews said is that like they don't answer the request a lot. And I had and called them. And people stay there anyways, and it's like fine. Yeah, and I had called them, and he was like, oh, yeah, you can stay here. Like, no big deal, whatever. Um, the first night. So it kind of just sounded like he was okay if we did that, you know, here and there. So, and that they weren't going to check anyway. So we went back to the golf course, stayed that night. And then, um, the next day was Monday. We went to the beach from there. Oh yeah. First thing in the morning we went to the beach. Um, I think we left when it was still dark. Oh, that was the night that it froze. Yeah. It was like 30 Yeah, we got degrees. up and the windshield was frozen. The windshield was frozen. That was the, the most cold night. So, um, the night we were in Rolling Hills, like, Reading area the first night. Oh, we forgot to tell about the, why, like, we had to get up at two in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, as far as weather goes, the weather was kind of crazy. So, as you guys might know, there was, like, all these, like, bomb cyclones and atmospheric rivers like california was getting more rain and snow than it has in years and years and years so we literally took off like as the last one was hitting the place and we knew that we could encounter some weather um so the first night we stop in eugene and we're fine and we get home from dinner at like nine o'clock and we're looking at the phone and we're like okay planning our route for the next day and we see that there is tons of snow set for the mountains which is our whole next day drive like 10 inches of snow and it's going to start at 9 a.m which is like right when we would plan to be getting into the mountains we plan to leave at seven get into the mountains at nine and probably finish our day around like three o'clock mm -hmm. which is like a, a normal rv day like seven to three um <laughs> so we look at the phone and we're like oh crap what are we gonna do and Chaz is like well we could just leave now like not sleep and just go now and I was like, I, I don't think that's a good idea. We didn't want to drive at night. We especially didn't want to drive through the mountains at night. But we really had no choice because if we would have gotten stuck in the mountains, we would have been stuck there. Yeah, I'd rather drive through them at night than in the snow. Yeah. So, and we literally have never driven the van in any kind of weather, let alone snow. 
So we decided to leave or get up at two. We left at three and we made it through the mountains before 9 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it still took the six hours, three to, yeah, three to nine. And we pulled into Reading at 9 (laughs) a.m. And that was our stop for the day. And so everyone was confused by that. But we were like, well, now we have to sleep. Yeah. So we like hung out in like a Hobby Lobby parking lot. Yeah. We went into Target. Took a nap. um, Got some stuff from Target. Chaz didn't have a phone mount. Oh, yeah. That's where we got the phone mount. Yeah. I was like, we're getting a phone mount today. He didn't want to. And now he loves it. No, it's great. I like it. It is great. Because he was having his phone. You need one for the Jeep now. Yeah. He had his phone in the cup holder. The van doesn't have Apple CarPlay. Yeah, that's annoying. I don't know why. It's a twenty. Well, they have one with it, but like to upgrade it, it's like to buy the parts, over a thousand dollars. It's like two grand. Yeah, stupid. It's I'm not crazy. doing that. So we bought a phone mount, so that works fine. <laughs> it was twenty dollars. Um, so we hang out in the parking lot. We got in and out for lunch, and then we went and drove another forty five minutes and checked in at Rolling Hills, and we just like hung out there. Then it stormed super bad, like yeah, it. it was- Pouring rain. Poured rain. Super windy. Super windy. It was blowing the van all over. We did try our T-Mobile hotspot. And it worked really good. It worked great. It actually worked great the whole trip. Yeah, it did. I think, so like the first night we were getting like almost 200 megs, which is really good. And then I think like the worst night we were getting like 30. Yeah, which but is stand- that's still, that's like that's still good for home. Good, yeah. <laughs> so, I think you can stream on like four or five. Yeah. Which, I mean, we're not streaming, but... We were streaming. Yeah, I guess we were we, watching we Forrest did watch Gump. A movie. Yeah. <laughs> that so night. yeah, so yeah. we were kind of just like hanging out in the van because like we didn't want to go inside That's the casino. The only thing we watched. Yeah, we didn't want to go inside the casino because obviously it's smoky. Um, we didn't want to eat at the casino because we that had night? yeah because we had bought all that sandwich stuff and we oh, yeah. were just eating in our van. Yeah, we were trying to eat what we had. Yeah, we needed to eat that stuff. So. Um, yeah, actually, I don't think we spent a dollar at that casino the first night, except for gas. We bought gas, yeah. Yeah. So, um, then, like I said, Monday night when we stayed at the golf course. I did get a Mountain Dew, though. He got a free Mountain Dew. <laughs> we stayed at the golf course Monday night. Uh, we woke up to a frozen windshield, and that was the coldest night. So, most nights, you guys are going to freak out, but most nights, we were waking up in the morning early, but we were waking up in the morning, and the van was about 40 degrees inside. We had no idea it was that cold until we got up because our blanket and our bed were so hot that we were sweating. <laughs> yeah, we're, I don't know what we're going to do in the summer. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But the bed, the bed, <laughs> it's fine. If we were just one person. It was $250. It was technically free. Well, yeah, because, yeah. Different situation. But it was a $250 mattress. We did not expect much. So. For the price, and if we had the full length of the mattress, it's actually a great mattress. I am just not a fan of memory foam at all. I sleep really hot. So does Chaz. Um, So we got the cooling gel. But there's like literally, what, an inch of cooling gel? Two maybe? Something like that. It's nothing. It doesn't help. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's upside down. Who knows? No. (laughs) So um, we both sleep hot. And then I just have never liked memory foam because like. It digs me a hole and I get stuck in it basically and I can't move and I'm someone who likes to like switch from my back to my side to my tummy. Like I like to sleep in different angles. I also sleep with my arms above my head and my feet pointing out. So technically when Chaz and I are sleeping next to each other, 
we are the same height. Chaz is six feet tall and I'm five two, but we are the same height when we sleep because he uses up more of his pillow than I do. I have a super well, short neck. Well, I was neck. there because like, I only had like an inch and a half to spare. Yeah. I have a super short neck and I have a special pillow. So I only use like the bottom three inches of my pillow. And then the rest of the pillow takes up all this like head space. So our flare out spot, Chaz, I think, didn't think I needed it. I wouldn't have thought I needed it either. But apparently I do. My feet touch both walls. Or, like, my feet touch the back wall, my pillow touches the top wall. And the flare space is not... It's not a flare space brand. The space where it flares is not big enough for both of our pillows to fit in there. So, (laughs) I'm, like, curled up in a C shape. Like, I've got my head and my feet in the, like, corners... So I can like maximize space and I'm stuck in this little hole that I've dug myself and I'm just like miserable. And Chaz seems to be fine next to me. One night we switched sides and he was like, oh my God, the back half of this bed is awful. And I was like, the front half of this bed is glorious. (laughs) I don't even know how, but like, why me? It's because the bed is made for the first pillow, like the front pillow to fit. And then the other pillow just fits, like, halfway. Yeah. So that's why. Maybe we need smaller pillows. <sighs> I don't know, because this is, like, my special pillow. Well, maybe I can get a smaller pillow. And... <laughs> we'll see. We have to make it work. We also looked at purple mattresses, but technically you're not supposed to cut them. So that's our whole dilemma. We can't get a coil mattress because you can't cut those. And then the purple mattresses are very bouncy. So I don't know. We're just not sure about the bed. The bed, it's fine. But it's not like, it's not our bed at home. We'll get over it. Maybe we'll get over it. We'll see. The first night I thought it was very hard. But then I got used to that part of it. So technically it's fine. Um, It's just like the length of it really is what bothers me the most. Mm. Would you say the length is the worst part? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. You think it's fine if you're laying in the front? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a small space. Like, yeah. It's as much as you can get out of it. Yeah, so it's a queen. We're used to a king, but I don't think necessarily the width was the problem. It was, like, the length and the hole that you dig yourself in the heat. Um, so we wake up, and poor Bo, his little teeth were chattering. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he was so cold. Because um, Bo likes to switch between above the blanket and under the blanket and for some reason that night he's well because he gets hot too so he he was hot and he woke up out of the blanket and he was freezing poor guy um so we drove to the beach and we hung out at coronado for the whole first half of the day yeah it was nice and that was really nice um we parked right on the beach and everyone who walked by was like looking inside the van and it was really funny (laughs) met some friends uh, we met some people from South Carolina. We sat and talked to them for a while. They took a picture of Bo. They just thought he was the most beautiful guy. He gets all the compliments when he goes out and walks. Um, he tried to make some friends. He also charged at a golden retriever. <laughs> Which is so funny. Like, he hates other dogs. It must have been a boy dog. I don't know. He he just hates other dogs. Um, he doesn't necessarily like people, but he'll tolerate other people. And just absolutely cannot stand other dogs in their existence. So, um, then we went to Din Tai Fung mm. with Michelle. Um, 
So we were able to find a parking spot at UTC, which was nice. We were a little bit worried about that. Um, hung out at UTC. Then where did we sleep that night? Oh, we went to, we slept on the street for the first night. And that was interesting. We didn't want to ever have to sleep on the street, but like, I think we just needed to like get brave enough to do it. So we had kind of heard that sleeping at apartment buildings, like on the street where all the cars park, not in their parking lot, but like on the street. Cause there's a lot of cars parked on the street by apartment buildings. Um, it's pretty stealthy. Like, well, for the most part, like you can, you're not really supposed to park on the street or like it's illegal technically like live in a vehicle. Yeah. It's illegal in San Diego, but I don't think cops really, I think they have like more important things to do. So they're not like looking around for you. But if you're at like a parking lot that they have security, obviously that's like their if somebody job. calls the cops on you. Yeah. Or if like you're in front of someone's house or technically you could if you were in front of an apartment building too. If somebody called the cops on you, then they would come and like ask you to leave. But at an apartment complex, I think it's less likely to happen because there's just so many cars out there and it's always different. And it's hard to tell. And like obviously we're not yeah. bothering anybody. We're not out there like having a party having a cookout, having no, a tailgate. And, and we got there fairly late and, again, left super early. Yeah. So I don't think anybody really even noticed. Um, so we parked with our feet toward the curb. And every time a car drove by, we did shake. And so we had to get used to that. Well, I didn't know it was such a busy road. It was either. pretty much a main road. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, but it was fine. We woke up. We left early. It was all good. Yeah, I think I slept pretty well. Um, and then the next night we went and visited our friends in East Lake, and we parked by their apartment building. I think we went to the golf course first and then there. No, we only stayed at the golf course twice. We were going to go to the golf oh, course, oh, but we yeah, didn't. That's right, yeah. Um, so we went and parked an apartment building in East Lake right behind a tractor. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was fine. And then the next night we went to Anaheim, hmm. back to Anaheim and then back home. We made our way back home. So, um, we think that the Rolling Hills Golf Course... We also course, went to the beach again. One of those One of those mornings. Oh, no. The, that afternoon on Wednesday because yeah. I had an appointment with Rachel at yeah. MPB. So me and Bo went on a long walk. Yep. And we I took it up. beach. We hung out. My favorite part about the van is that I always have my bed with me. And so after like lunch or whatever, like I'm a girl who needs to nap in the middle of the day, but like... Having to go back home and interrupt my day and take a nap and then go back out again is just such a pain. And multiple times we like went out to lunch or did whatever we were doing in the morning, hung out in the middle of the day, like chilled, take a nap, and then did what we were going to ever like whatever we were going to do at night. And it was really nice. It's just super nice to like have everything with you and not have to go back and forth between a house and a car. Um, you have your bathroom right in there. You have all your clothes. And like when you're traveling, staying in hotels, you have to lug suitcases back and forth. Um, when you're staying in RV parks, it's a whole thing to like set up and tear down. And yeah. there's none of that. Like the biggest labor intensive thing is putting up our window covers. And yeah, but we only do that at night. We only, unless we're like in the heat and trying to take a nap or oh, something. Sure, yeah. But we have that curtain. We put up a blackout curtain. And so that's really nice. We don't really have to mess with the front unless we need to. And then we got Tint. Shout out to Carlos Madrigal at Tint Specialist in San Diego. 
Um, he tinted our back windows with limo tint and they are awesome. You really can't see through them. Uh, we'll have to show, did you post a before and after yet Yeah. on the feed? Uh, no, it was a story. It's uh, in my highlights. Oh, if you look in Chaz's highlights, but I'll probably have you do like a, put it in a reel or something. Yeah. Um, the difference is outstanding. Like it looked really ghetto <laughs> before because there was absolutely no tint on the windows and you could see the bed. And, like, the sheets were all, like, up against the window, and it just looked, like, really ghetto. <laughs> it looked like there was a mattress in the back of yeah, somebody's van. Yeah, it just looked like somebody threw a mattress in the back of their van. And we were like, oh, this looked is... like somebody lived in their car. This is not it. So, the limo tent um, was put on there, and now it's just... You can't even see it. So, it's super nice. Um, what else did we do while we were down there? Anything? We didn't do you anything? You just had a bunch of appointments. I just had a bunch of appointments, Yeah. Which is normal for me when we go down there. So, um, we saw a bunch of friends and, well, not a bunch, but a couple friends. Um, saw, saw my brother and his girlfriend, saw our family. So, it was a really nice little trip. Um, probably about the perfect length. Not too long, not too short. Um, overall, it was 10 days. And we're coming back. Just got back yesterday to um, finish it up. And then we'll probably be back down there in like a month. And from there, I don't know where we'll go. Mm-hmm. We have to be in Arizona in May. Um, it is kind of a far drive. I felt it on the way back. On the way down, it never feels far. Yeah. You agree? It feels like twice well, as far. For me. for me, it feels twice as far on the way back. Probably because I never want to leave. But <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, well, we should probably like take our time more in the future. Yeah, on this on the way back up, we're trying to beat the weather. So the the way down we took it three days, and then the way back up we did two days. And technically, like if you don't do it in two days, you feel like you're wasting time. But yeah, but if you do it in like a week, like and only drive a couple hours a day, and like enjoy and, like, the hang out more and if there's like the stuff to do. Stuff, but when we take the five. There's literally nothing. Yeah. There's there nothing to stop at. Much. Like between like Eugene and LA. <laughs> there's yeah. nowhere worth stopping. Yeah. On the five. If you go the three ninety five or the one oh one, it's a different story. We like I actually think I like, I like the three ninety five better. Three ninety five more. Um, because you can go through Tahoe and all that, but we have to wait until like the snow finishes its course and all that stuff. Um we did the 395 in the fall. Well, technically, we did both ways in the fall, and it was really nice. Um, we couldn't take the 101 even if we wanted to this time <laughs> because yeah, it's, like, half, the half destructed from the storms. Um, and all the harvest hosts are, like, not accepting um, visitors. So, yeah. What do we have left to finish, Chaz? Uh, we got uh, the bench we need to lower. We need to fin- finish up the... Um, the tall cabinet, and I need to do a repair on the tall cabinet. What happened? Um, one of the stretchers for the cabinet, like, broke out the back because it didn't have a spacer. Mm -hmm. It had too much tension on it. I'm actually surprised with how well everything did. We really didn't have any problems with the way everything was built. No, I mean, the big cabinet, the, the only thing that's really in there that's permanent, didn't really make much noise. The temporary cabinet didn't make that much noise at first, and then by the time we got back, it was, like, squeaking the entire... Because my cousin leaned on it. 
No, it was just, I think it was just, just temporary. Oh, okay. It was built really well, though, yeah. for being a temporary yeah, cabinet. Okay. Um, and then, what else? Um, water system. Which we decided on a new option. We were actually going to pick up a water tank when we were in San Diego. Because if we picked it up there, then we wouldn't have to pay for shipping. And shipping was $95. Yeah, but... We decided on a different system because here's the problem. People who van life are always telling us like on TikTok and on Instagram that their biggest struggle is filling their water tank. And we currently have a system set up with our King and Water system where we fill five gallon jugs from, what are they called? They're just like uh, water fill stations. Water fill stations like in front of the grocery store. Like the Glacier Primo brand. So we already are used to doing that. We're already used to paying for that. We know that it's safe to drink. It's all reverse osmosis water. So we feel good about that. And it's like filtered a billion times. Yeah. So we feel good about that. Everyone else, like I've seen people filling their water tanks from the air and water car fill stations at gas stations. Well, someone we follow fills it with like a river water. A river. Like it's just yucky. Like you Which don't know. I think like if you have good purification sure that's probably fine but you could easily get bacteria but this way we need absolutely no extra purification the no, water's yeah. already purified we don't have to have all these separate filters and a Which filter we probably system will put a filter in line but but we don't have to yeah but we wouldn't need to so i talked chaz into just getting five gallon jugs like we already have which are easy for him to just take out of the van and go fill up at a station instead of us having to carry all these hoses and filters and stuff like that and he agreed so i'm excited about that because first of all it's going to save us a lot of money and it's going to save us space but just like it's a better peace of mind like we know that we're getting good water um because if we had that water tank we would have to fill up jugs anyway to fill it if we couldn't fill fill it up with a hose if we we couldn't find somewhere with a hose yeah. yeah So, and I see people do that too, and it takes forever. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Then you have to carry the jugs and have the water tank. So, just dumb. So, anyway, I'm excited about that. Um, He'll put in that. He'll put in the pump system and the water heater. And then a, what do you call it? A gray tank. Yeah, I'm still going to do a gray tank. Because we'll have a sink. So, he'll install the kitchen. And the kitchen cabinet is really just going to be the water system and the no, sink. No, the water system's going under the garage. Well, yeah, but it's going to run under the kitchen. Yeah. And then the sink. Yeah. Um, well, and like drawers and cabinets and... Drawers and cabinets. Counters, but and... we're not p- putting in a stovetop. Uh-uh. Our stovetop, we have two of them. And they're both portable. So we can take them outside if we want. And he's actually going to um, install like a flip-up counter on the outside of our kitchen so when the door is open you can do it from the outside faces the door yeah so that'll be nice then you're gonna do the overhead cabinets yep and that's it right i think so yeah that's pretty much it so hopefully we'll have it all done in a month and all the finished trim stuff my priority is the toilet yeah and the the finishing doors on the current cabinets then the kitchen then the bench Chaz wants to do the bench first because it's easiest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's the last priority. And it works perfectly fine right now. Yeah, it's just a little tall. Yeah. So it's, 
I mean, it functions even but better we're gonna than the kitchen. going to make it slightly shorter and a little bit wider. Wider? Deeper. Oh, out further, yeah. Yeah, because the, the um, cushions that we bought overhang by like an inch. But we love the cushions. Yeah, cushions are good. We got those cushions at World Market. I think we told you in our last update. Um, cushions are 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Yeah, we're excited for our next trip. Like I said, we'll probably just be going back to California. We might do some Washington stuff, Washington, Oregon stuff in the meantime. But it really just depends on the weather. Like we said, we came home because we winterized up to 30 degrees before we left because that's all that was in the forecast. Honestly, it was warmer. Well, even like 28 at night is probably fine. fine. Yeah. Um, But when it gets... Well, we didn't have the water heater on, so... We don't want that to freeze because it'll obviously crack the water heater. Yeah, we didn't leave the water heater on because we didn't want to leave the propane hooked up. So we yeah. unhooked the propane. Um, and we also would have probably ran out of propane. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of silly to, like, pay to run the water heater if you don't need to. But at a certain temperature, the water heater, the water heater, if the water freezes inside the water heater, it'll expand and crack it. So... We had to come home for that. Um, this, like, super low temperatures on the whole West Coast are very strange. It's not normal to wake up to a frozen windshield in San Diego. Yeah, that's weird. It's not normal for it to get to 19 degrees in Washington. Um, typical Washington weather is somewhere between, like, 35 and 45. Like, a yeah. low of 35 with a high of 45. And that's 57. just... 57? 57? The high. 57 high. That's Washington weather. Okay. 57 sounds like kind of warm. See, that's kind of what the high was. That's in... what I always remember. 57 degrees. <laughs> the high showers. The high in um, San Diego really was like around 60 degrees. And yeah, I it was like 65 every day. And then we had one day. I did wear 70. sandals. One day was 70. Yeah. And then it was warmer in Anaheim. But yeah, I think Anaheim was like 75 almost. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a great time. It's really weird. It was, like, windy, but, like, warm. Santa Ana winds. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a great time. We're super excited to keep doing it. I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. And the space was I not... the space was really good. Yeah, it was it not a problem. Small. I did walk into my RV, though, when we got home and feel like it was freaking massive. Like, yeah. did you think it felt huge? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just massive. <laughs> And we have two sinks in here. No sinks in the van. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Technically three because we have an outside. Spigot. Well, no, there's like an outside shower, actually. Oh, yeah, we do have an outside shower. We also have a washing machine. Yeah. I don't think people really know about the RV. We've never done like a tour or anything. I guess not. Because um, it's just never been like finished the way that I want it to. Like it's cute. It's really cute. And it's livable. Uh, for sure, but it's not like we don't have trim on the floors, and I'm like, oh, it can't be in videos. There's no trim on the floors. We actually kind of hate the flooring that we used. Yeah, I probably will rip it all out. Yeah, we'll probably rip it out, and honestly, it really won't take you a lot of time to do new flooring. No, I don't really uh, want to do that right now. But yeah, we're not interested in doing that right now. Uh, the down. the flooring we have is honestly fine, and we just don't love it. So we're not really interested in putting any more money into the RV. How much money do you think we've put into it um, for RV? updates? Yeah. Like 4000 maybe? Much. Maybe five. A lot of it is just like replacing things that, like mechanical things, not aesthetic. Yeah. 
oh, that was a lot of what we paid for. Yeah, it really didn't cost us much at all to update it since we didn't paint the cabinets. Yeah. If we painted the cabinets, it would have been a different story. Just a lot more work. But. And these are beautiful. Sure. Beautiful color. I hate the color, but I think, you know, they're fine. They're just in really good shape. So it just didn't make sense to to do all that work and stuff. But anywho, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Um, That's our update on our shakedown run. We will keep you posted as we keep keep on keeping on with the van. Um, So far, 10 out of 10. What's your rating, Chaz? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. We love it. Uh, even more than I thought I would. I was honestly scared that I wouldn't like it. Um, but yeah, it was great. Uh, 10 out of 10, definitely recommend. And just to reassure you, you can have a van and not live in it full time and not be vegan and not be a hiker or a runner. It's okay. You can be fat people who like to stay at casinos. (laughs) Anyway, Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We will catch up with you next week um, with more membership-style content and educational content. Um, I have an exciting announcement, though, that I haven't said a lot about. Um, But this week, I am putting the finishing touches on the Kickstart Your Membership 90-minute course. So if you've listened to a couple of the podcasts over the past month, you know that we did our trial run with KYM. And it is pretty much ready for the world to start downloading and getting started on their membership without having to dump a bunch of money into it. So as I've mentioned in the past, this course is going to be a quick 90 minutes. It's going to help you get in front of your audience and start preparing them for the membership, which is vital (laughs) to your launch and to your build out. Um, It is going to help you put everything together, start thinking about the features and the pricing and all of those prep things that you need. So almost think of it as like the prereqs for your membership. Um, So I'm super excited to get that out into the world and it is going to be ready this week. So if you're on my email list, you will hear more about that on Tuesday. If you're not on my email list, girl, you better get on there. Um, the easiest way to get on the email list actually is just to sign up for the freebie, which is in my link in bio. Um, so if you're not on the email list, go ahead and get on there and you will be the first to hear all about the launch of KYM, the course. So I will catch you guys next week. I'll talk to you soon. Have an incredible week. And if you need me, you can catch me in the DMs.